Hello, hello, and welcome to the Spring to Life podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host slash hormone health coach, femme educator, Pilates instructor, and creator of the Spring to Life method. My goal is to promote feminine body independence and share stories of female resiliency to help you love your body more and unleash your inner superpower, your period. In this episode, we are going to discuss the difference between cycle syncing and cycle charting. These are both practices that I teach in the spring to life method, but they serve different functions. So you might want to apply both of them to your life. You might be ready for one, not the other. And in this conversation, you're going to be able to determine what fits your life right now, where it would be best to start and just be able to know the difference between the two. So let's start with cycle syncing. Cycle syncing is the practice of changing your diet, exercise, and lifestyle habits to align with the stages of your menstrual cycle. So if you don't already know, our menstrual cycle has four stages. If this is the first time that you are hearing that, you are not alone. I did not learn that until I was 27 and I was completely mind blown, but it makes so much sense at the same time. So hopefully hearing this is going to bring you closer to yourself and be able to understand yourself more, perhaps give yourself some more grace. So first let's just list off the four cycle, the stages of your cycle. We've got menstrual, follicular, ovulatory, and luteal. And at first that seems maybe a little bit crazy. Like which one, how do you remember which one goes where? Obviously we know menstrual is when we're having our period, but what about those other three? What order they go in? How long are they? All of these things. Don't get too caught up in those details. Um, I think the easiest way to kind of give them some context is to think of them as your inner seasons because that is really a great reflection of what is going on in your body. So menstrual uh, stage lines up with your inner winter. This is when our hormones are at their lowest, your energy is at its lowest. You really don't need to push yourself very hard during this during this time. This is like your built-in reset period during your cycle. This is when you are meant to rest, go inward, do some reflection, and prepare yourself for the next oncoming cycle. So menstrual equals winter. After winter, inevitably comes spring. So follicular is spring and this is a variable length um, you know depending on you as an individual what your hormones are doing also what kind of external factors that you have going on in terms of stress nutrition exercise all these things can have an effect on the length of your follicular phase um, but this is spring so if you think of kind of that budding springtime energy things starting to come alive that's the same thing that is happening in your body during this stage. So you might, you know, if you now know this, be able to think back every time your period ends, you have this sudden uptick in energy. Um, you're ready to start to get things in order, make some plans and figure out what you want to tackle next. 
following spring, we have summer, which is our ovulatory phase. Uh, summer is my favorite season, so I love the energy of the ovulatory phase. It's vivacious, you might feel more social, you might feel more confident, you just kind of like feeling yourself. This is when our skin is usually the best, it's when we have the most energy. Um, so it's just a really fun uh, time of the month. And then the cycle continues. Our next stage is luteal, which is our inner autumn. And this is typically the longest phase of the cycle. So if you think of kind of the beginning of autumn, um, things are still kind of warm. You still have a good amount of energy. Um, hopefully your progesterone levels are going to sustain you feeling pretty good for the the bulk of this phase, but our hormones do have to drop off in order to trigger our next menses. So you will start to feel your energy waning, especially towards the second half of your luteal phase. So this can kind of also be variable in terms of what you're feeling energy wise. And so I always say it's, you know, nobody has, there's no hard and fast rule of how you should follow cycle syncing. What it really helps you to do is to tune into your intuition and be able to use that to guide your actions, your plans, all of that. So I'm not going to get too much into the nitty gritty details of how to cycle sync. Uh, in this episode because we're discussing more of the distinctive distinction between cycle syncing and cycle charting. But I did mention that, yes, you can make adjustments to your diet, your exercise, your lifestyle habits to align with the stages of your menstrual cycle. So if you think of the type of foods that you eat in winter, it's things that are really warm. You don't necessarily want to be having cold smoothies when you're on your period because keeping your uterus warm is actually a priority at this point. So soups and stews and nourishing, comforting foods, root vegetables, those types of things. When you enter your follicular phase, your inner spring, you might notice that your appetite kind of lightens up a little bit. You're craving more fresh and raw foods. Uh, your energy increases, so you can start to increase your activity levels. Um, that continues then on through your ovulatory phase. If you think of the types of foods that are abundant in the summertime, um, fresh fruits and vegetables and salads. Um, we do want to prioritize carbs because they are supportive of ovulation, but uh, eating a wide variety of foods is always important. And then as we taper off into our luteal phase, then we're going to be wanting some more grounding foods during that inner autumn. Um, so you can eat with the seasons, but obviously your inner seasons are turning much more quickly than our external seasons. So you don't have to stress yourself out too much with this because, um, especially with like your ovulatory phase, it's pretty fleeting. It's only a couple days. You don't need to do a whole big grocery shop of quote unquote ovulatory foods in order to support your ovulatory phase. One of my favorite ways to 
really get into cycle syncing with my diet is to eat local seasonal produce because then you are really aligning yourself with your environment and then you can add in other little things to support your body throughout your cycle um, rather than overhauling your produce selection from week to week or even day to day. And as you become more aware of the changes of these cycles, then you know, you're going to intuitively be able to notice what your body is craving. And once you are aware of this, you will start to notice that you crave different things. And if you are you know, craving more carbs in the second half of your cycle, that is not necessarily a bad thing. Carbs should not be demonized. Most of the time, if your body is craving something, it's for good reason. Of course, if you're having like major sugar or salt cravings, that could be, you know, indicating a deeper gut health issue that can be addressed. Um, but for the most part, our bodies know what they need. Our bodies are intelligent. So listening to what they're telling you is important because then you can become in true alignment. So if cycle syncing is something that you want to start to practice in your life, then starting to track your cycle is a really great place to start. I have a free journal template download available that helps to guide you to track your cycle, track your uh, symptoms, your energy, your mood, get familiar with what phase that you're in. Um, tracking your bleed, all of these things, and then also to journal. And um, it's really a great way to set your mindset for the day, deal with mood swings, and keep yourself in a positive mindset. So if you want to start with your cycle syncing journey, that journal download is a great place to start. I will link it in the show notes. You can also access it through the link in my Instagram bio. And I would love to hear your experience with starting to cycle sync. Now, cycle charting is a daily practice of observing and charting your fertility biomarkers. And this is what I teach in the FEM method. FEM stands for fertility education and medical management. There are several different fertility awareness techniques that are taught and they vary slightly in the biomarkers that are used. Um, but the biomarkers, the fertility biomarkers that we're looking at in the FEM method primarily are cervical mucus and then LH testing, luteinizing hormone testing. And we use these two observations to confirm ovulation, to confirm your fertile window, and to be able to verify that you are having the correct and sufficient hormonal fluctuations throughout the month in order to confirm ovulation and then have a real and true period because we cannot have a real period if we are not ovulating. That's why if you are on hormonal birth control and you're having a quote unquote period or what it really is is a withdrawal bleed, that's not a real period because you are not ovulating if you're on hormonal birth control. That's the whole function of hormonal contraceptions is to turn off ovulation so that you can't become pregnant. 
Unfortunately, ovulation is incredibly important for our health because if we're not ovulating, we're not producing the hormone progesterone, which number one, supports a healthy pregnancy. No, not all of us are trying to become pregnant, but it goes beyond your fertility. Progesterone is an important hormone for overall health. It relates to our brain health. It relates to our bone health. Um, it's just, it's very important. And we are severely undereducated as women on the importance of having a healthy menstrual cycle that includes ovulation and a real period. Now, I mentioned that there are some other fertility awareness methods out there. A lot of them use BBT or basal body temperature tracking. This can be used in the FEM method as another biomarker that you're tracking just to give you more clarity in your fertile window. However, there are a lot of things that can influence our BBT, such as how much sleep we've got, if we've had any alcohol to drink, stress in our life, um, it's also really a lifestyle commitment because you have to take your temperature consistently right when you first wake up in the morning, um, hold that thermometer under your tongue for, you know, several minutes. Um, so it is a habit that you have to get used to. Alternatively, when you're using the FEM method and you're tra tracking cervical mucus, you are observing that mucus throughout the day. We all wipe throughout the day. Um, and are able to make those observations. So when you know what you're looking for, it can just become kind of this habit stacking thing. Um, and you're looking for the most estrogenic observation of the day. Um, and those are details you learn when you are doing one-on-one -on -one coaching to learn this method for your own body. Um, but the reason that we're using cervical mucus, like I mentioned, is because if your body is having the correct and sufficient hormonal fluctuations throughout the month, it is going to be reflected in your cervical mucus, 100% without a doubt. If you have fertile mucus, we are able to confirm ovulation. So it's just, you know, this tried and true thing that we can look to. And then when we add in LH testing as a secondary method of confirming ovulation, then we have this twofold way of being able to chart our cycle. Now, this brings me to the next question, which is, can you have one without the other? And the answer is yes, you can absolutely be cycle syncing without charting your cycle. You can also be charting your cycle without cycle syncing. However, if you're at the point of charting your cycle, you're already really in tune with what's going on with your body with those hormonal fluctuations and there really would be no sense in charting your cycle without in some way adhering to the principles of cycle syncing however cycle syncing is a much more um, friendly way to start to engage with your menstrual cycle in this more intimate way and get to know it a little bit better. It's something that you can kind of start to practice on your own. Um, but together you can fully harness your period superpower to make more informed decisions regarding your health and contraception while also utilizing your energy to do less and achieve more, which is, you know, at its core, 
what the spring to life method is about. We as women have very unique energies. We're not small men. We have our own 28-ish day hormonal cycle. We're not on this 24-hour clock. So it's not to say that you cannot do the things that men are doing. It just means that you're going to do them differently. And in a lot of cases, that means you can do less or you can concentrate the work that you're doing in different ways so that you're not constantly burning yourself out. So yes, you can cycle sync without cycle charting. Uh, you can cycle chart without cycle syncing. But together, you can fully harness your period superpower. And making informed decisions is also really important to me because I think many women have gone to the doctor and been given hormonal contraception without being informed as to what the potential side effects and consequences are. And I've just heard so many horror stories from, you know, women almost dying of blood clots to, uh, you know, being told that, Hey, take this pill because it's going to regulate your cycle, which is just a bold faced lie to be quite frank about it. Um, so cycle syncing and cycle charting are both really important tools for women to have in their back pocket in order to fully embrace themselves. So you can get started with syncing your cycle, as I mentioned, with the Spring to Life Method journal template, which I will link in the show notes. Uh, this is a great way to start to become familiar with cycle syncing, with your own individual cycle. When I first started to dive into this content, I was really overwhelmed because I was constantly flipping from book to book, from website to website, from app to account, to all these different things, trying to keep things straight. And once I really wrapped my head around it, I realized that it did not have to be that complicated. And so I wanted to create a tool that could really help other women to get familiar with this idea and be able to embrace it in their life. So this journal template is gonna help you get familiar with the phases of your cycle. From there, you can start syncing your diet and exercise. If you're really interested in adjusting your movement to your cycle, which this is a huge place where you can do less and achieve more. A lot of times we are pushing ourselves to do extreme exercise throughout our cycle, and it can be doing more harm than good because our recovery time is not um, always optimal, especially like in our late luteal phase and in our menstrual phase is more important to prioritize rest so that you can push harder once you enter your follicular and ovulatory phases. Um, so if you want to start to adjust the intensities of your exercise throughout your cycle, I have the spring to life method cyclical Pilates app. It has three different intensities of Pilates flows to help you really utilize your energy to the fullest and get the most out of your workouts without having to push yourself to the brink constantly. And so I just, that has been like my passion project within my passion project. I love Pilates so much. Not only is it great exercise for the body, but it's also this whole mind-body connection. It incorporates diaphragmatic breathing, which is also great for nervous system regulation. So it's just a really nourishing practice overall. 
And if you are really intrigued by the idea of charting your cycle and you would like to learn to use the FEM method in your life, I'm currently offering one-on-one -on -one coaching. So I would love to work with you. Teaching the FEM method has been truly so fulfilling because I'm able to guide women to just understand themselves, understand their bodies on such a deep level and you this is going to sound cheesy but you really make friends with yourself um you're able to love your body and appreciate your body more for all of its inner workings and all that it's doing for you so if that is something that you are interested in doing this year in 2023 i would love to be your guide and i would invite you to dm me on instagram at spring to life method and we could discuss moving forward um, and that would be a three-month commitment because we want to be able to chart at least three cycles together to make sure that you're really confident in tracking your biomarkers and making those observations. Um, so please DM me at Spring to Life Method on Instagram and we can discuss those options for you. All right. I hope that brought you some clarity in regards to the difference between cycle syncing and cycle charting. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Spring to Life podcast. Check out the show notes for the resources mentioned in this episode. And if you learned something new or if you resonated with this conversation, please share. Tag me in your Instagram stories at Spring to Life Method. Leave a five-star review or simply share it with a girlfriend because all women deserve to know their superpower.